Welcome to the Circuit of Success Podcast. The Circuit of Success Podcast. With your host, Brett. Brett. Brett Gilliland. Brett Gilliland, Visionary Wealth Advisory. The Circuit of Success Podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland. Today, I've got a friend, Frank Viverito, in here. What's going on, Frank? Oh, a lot less than when I was here last time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think me, it was uh, 20 years ago. It feels like it. And, and I have to admit, Frank, uh, you know, your episode, March, what was it here? What did I say earlier? March uh, 30th, 2017. So a long time ago, uh, 100 years ago, like you said, was probably the worst audio I've had out of 300 <laughs> and now 74 interviews. <laughs> So even thank you for coming back. Well, let, let's hope we can both do better than <laughs> exactly. uh, than what happened 20 Am years I ago. Recording? The mics are on, right? We're good. We All are good. good. So, um, well, it's amazing to have you. And, and it's cool because I look here and uh, the last uh, title we had back in March of 17 says, Frank Viverito wants to bring Major League Soccer to St. Louis. How about that? Although I didn't do it, a Andy Taylor and Carolyn Kindle did it. Yeah, but but at least the net of it is is we got soccer and and what a great uh, start they had Amazing. and 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 what a big difference they've made yes. in St. Louis and and that's I mean that's my one storyline. That's the only thing that I you know r really talk about is you know what impact can sports have on our community yeah and and they epitomize that you know andy and carolyn to a t yep. you know in in terms of of how they see sports making a difference in yeah. it's amazing what they've done for this city that people don't even know about right the, the oh, magnitude it, of the impact it, it's incredible yeah. you know whether it's you know forest park uh or, or the the uh, arch renovations yeah. enterprise center you know, MLS, Soldiers Memorial, yeah. and, and the list literally goes yeah. on yeah. and on. Yeah. Tip know, the cap to them, right? Totally. So uh, you are the former president of the uh, St. Louis Sports Commission, which I have the privilege of being on the board. It's phenomenal. I love it. Uh, it's a great uh, meeting. I'm always in, inspired when I leave the meetings, not just from the content, but just how prepared everything is. And so We'll dive into all that stuff, but before the people that don't know who Frank Viverito is, why don't you give us a little background of, of the, <laughs> the guy that came from us from the East Coast, got to St. Louis, and what has made you the man you are today? Well, um, that's kind of a loaded question, <laughs> but uh, so, so, I mean, we'll, we'll go back. Yeah, I, I grew up in, in New York City, um, went to school at Rutgers, a graduate degree from the University of Massachusetts in sport management. I, I met my wife uh, at UMass and fast forward about five years later she found a job in St. Louis uh, I moved here as a trailing spouse <laughs> in 1982 and the rest as they say is is history so good I've year to a, show up for the Cardinals oh yeah <laughs> um, it, it's been uh, it was a great year to to, to show up and and uh, you know it, it's it's been a career. Uh, you know, I retired as president of the sports commission after 28 years last January, and then before the sports commission, I had a series of jobs in in sports marketing, 
with the New York Mets organization, with the Cardinals organization, uh, Old Dominion University, where we lived in, in uh, Norfolk, Virginia. I worked for UMSL and, and also for the St. Louis Convention and Visitors wow. Commission. So uh, like a full career of, of, of civic and sports business, all for the benefit of the of the communities yeah. that we lived in. Yeah, it's amazing. And your wife's in the sports world. She, she is the longest serving uh, collegiate conference commissioner in in college sports. She is in her forty third year as uh, uh, at the Missouri Valley Conference. She's now yeah. commissioner of their football league, the Missouri Valley amazing. Football Conference, and and uh, uh, you know started off with a career dedicated to equal opportunity for women in yeah. college sports. And, you know, we forget it wasn't that long ago yeah. when the NCAA started having championships in, in college sports. It, it was 1982. Wow. Uh, before, you know, we, we think women's sports have been around forever, yeah. um, but they really haven't. And, and, and so it took people like Patty to, to push women's sports um, into the mainstream. Yeah. So uh, let's let's brag on yeah. Patty for a little bit. Sure. So we'll make this a little bit about her and then we'll come back to uh -huh. Frank. OK, so Patty, I'm sure she's going to be locked in and watching <laughs> this right now. Um, what did you learn for her and, and for, as, as a mom, as, as this leader? Like what all did you learn from her uh, for that? Well, uh, there, there's a lot of things that I've learned from her and, and probably the, the I think the biggest thing was was that, that she was on the ground floor. Of, of bringing, you know, women's sports into collegiate sports yeah. and sports business. But, but it, and so she was a pioneer, but, but she did it fr from a business perspective, okay? She, 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 she and, and, you know, a, a, a group of others, you know, I'm, we're talking, you know, dozens, not hundreds or yeah. thousands at the time, you know, who, who had a, a business-based approach, to, to bringing collegiate to bring women's collegiate sports uh, to, to the forefront yeah. of of, uh, uh, of college sports and 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 she did it in you know in a way that was was it was assertive it was admirable it was for the right reasons and and the people that the, the friendships and the bonds that she formed you know with, with that group of women who who were uh, you know, pushing to make that happen have endured for a lifetime. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the way to get things done. It's to be prepared. It's to, to know where you're going and, and and then to be persistent and and to get it done. And you know, and, and to, to turn on, you know, Iowa, Nebraska basketball, women's basketball before <sighs> the uh, uh, the Super Bowl on on Sunday yeah. and see a packed house and you know people caring about Caitlin Clark yeah. and, and uh, you know it, it, it's it's time has come or or, or you know it, it should continue yeah. to keep to keep coming and 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 so Patty used her you know sense of fairness and sense of honesty and and her persistence and her education uh, along with others to yeah. get something important done. And I think the the Iowa you know game being on the big the big network right mm -hmm. I mean the Super Bowl Sunday yeah. and you know it's funny I talked to my dad and there was another uh, advisor in our firm uh, Bill Lobber and 
and he's close to my dad's age. And we're talking about how these guys are, they're locked in on Caitlin Clark. Like my mom and dad, every time I talk to him, it's like, did you see Caitlin the other night? I'm just like, it's great, right? What it's doing for the game. And she's incredible. Exactly. And that's been a focus for the sports commission over time. You know, we can go back to, you know, our biggest early events like the United States Olympic Festival in 94 that had a focus on women's sports. We've always enjoyed doing sports like gymnastics, figure skating. We did the Olympic women's marathon trials. You know, there's just not enough sports that elevate women competitors in our region. And so you know, that's important to us. It fits yeah. in with our Olympic legacy focus, um, but it also, you know, promotes exciting sporting events that, that matter and elevate women. Yeah. Um, talk about the vision you had. So you said, what did you say, 28 years, right, mm-hmm. the Sports Commission? Um, so talk about that vision of what it was 28 years ago, now 29 years ago, right, to yeah. what it is today. When you look back at that, I mean, I think you think about the business leader watching this. We all have a vision for our company, right? You think about the amazing people on the sports commission. They all have visions for their mm-hmm. company. Sure. You had a vision for the sports commission. What? How did you see it play out, and what was it like along the journey? Well, I think the vision was, was grounded in St. Louis sports history. So, you know, one of my stump speeches, when I used to do stump speeches, you know, what was basically to, to, to try to prove the point that, uh, uh, that, that I believe that St. Louis has the deepest, richest sports history of any city in America, you know, and, and that goes back to the 1904 uh, yeah. Olympics, that, that goes back to uh, St. Louis University in 1906, uh, throwing the first uh, forward pass in, in college wow. football. Um, that goes back to Dwight Davis and, and what he did. You know, people know the Davis Cup in mm-hmm. tennis or yeah. the Dwight Davis Tennis Center, but they don't really sort of understand what he did. Is, is he popularized the sport of tennis? He, he brought it to the masses. It was a sport yeah. f- for the rich, and, and he pioneered municipal uh, tennis facilities in 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 parks and and so you know like yeah. even back 125 years ago th- those are three of the most yeah. significant uh, uh, moments in sports the first American city to host th- the Olympic Games and you know then you go through the century and you talk about the uh, the 1950 World Cup and the St Louis impact on that and we created this Senior Olympics and. In in the uh, uh, 1980s, uh, you talk about, of course, you know, baseball and basketball yeah. and, and and the big sports. But you know, it it's the history that um, th- that 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 stands out. Okay, and 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 then you you think about the wonderful um, uh, past of the Cardinals. The that you know. Grandma listened to those yeah. games when she was a girl with a transistor radio <laughs> under her pillow, and, and and so you have this this huge uh, basis this, uh, of 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 sports history, and you say, what difference can we make in a region, um, you know, by by playing off the fact that this is such a good sports town, yeah, and and so you know, I took over when the organization was six years old. 
and it was founded uh, in 1989 for, for two reasons. One, to do what it could to help bring NFL back uh, hmm. after the football Cardinals had left. And, and second, to raise the profile of amateur sports in the region and, and see what benefit that could produce. And, and so we took those ideas, you know, the history pl plus the focus on amateur sports plus the, you know, the desire to bring the NFL back. And, and you know, that was our, you know, that was the basis for what we did. And, you know, the, the vision was, was to see where we could take it. You know, I, I can't tell you that, that, that what we accomplished is, is exactly what we set out to yeah. accomplish. But, but the vision was to see how we could, yeah. you know, make it work for the region. And how much long-term planning do you do? I mean, I know last Wednesday we're at the board meeting. They're talking about, you know, the bids that are due for things that are happening three and four years from now. Sure. That's why I think people don't understand. I didn't certainly understand yep. it. It is all the work that goes in to get a March Madness basketball game here. Right? It, 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 yes. It, it's, it, you know, you're always working in the future. You know, post-pandemic, you're not working kind of as far into the future mm -hmm. as, as we used to be. Um, and, and I think that, that it's not just sports, it's everything yeah. that's changing in, in business and in life exponentially. Yeah. I mean, who knows where we're going to be right. in five years with, uh, you know, artificial intelligence or, or you know, yeah. pick, you know, whatever innovation y you want. But, but still, yes, uh, events are, are bid for uh, years um before they actually take place and and a lot goes into a bid you know a bid has a has a destination component to it it has a financial component to it it has a geographic component mm -hmm. to it it has a rotational component to it and and so you know you're you're always thinking years down the road um you know but but as you look at the landscape of college sports now i i don't know what that looks like yeah. five years yeah. down the road, you know, between NIL and transfer portal and conference realignment and, and the, the, the sea change at the NCAA and all the cases, you yeah. know, in, in, in court and, and uh, you know, our, our athletes, students, or are they employees? And, and I mean, like, that's changing almost yeah. daily. In one state just came out last week, didn't they? And say yeah, they the are Dartmouth. Yeah, the Dartmouth yeah. case, and uh, you know, it, so it, it makes it harder and harder mm -hmm. to to plan further and further out. In fact, the, the uh, bid cycle you just mentioned was for the NCAA's uh, all of their championships for the next X number of years. The previous three or four bid cycles have been for four years. This bid cycle was only for two, wow. and, and I think part of that is is because there really is, uh, you know, to a degree, some uncertainty yeah. in in terms of what will college sports look like in in a few years. Hmm. What will conferences look like? You know, what, what impact will the CFP have moving yeah. to, uh, you know, twelve uh, uh, twelve participants? Yeah. You know, can Florida State? Uh, defy the you know the the uh, ACC and yeah. grant of rights and 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 chart their own course and you know I mean it it boggles your mind what it is happen. it is I want to go back to something we were talking about earlier the Olympics and, and I didn't know this maybe until a couple of years ago but the medals were created in St Louis as well right um, 
gold, silver, and bronze medals yeah. were an innovation of the 1904 Olympic yeah. Games. Because we just think of that now as normal, right? But it started right here. It started right here. Uh, previously, um, just gold medals had been awarded. Okay. And, and so gold, silver, and bronze were an innovation uh, of the Games. And, and not just uh, gold, silver, and bronze, but, you know, the 1904 Games brought a, uh, an order to the games that had been missing a business order to the games that had been not had that had not been present yeah. in uh, uh, in 1896 in Athens or 1900 in That's in crazy. Paris, and you know it, it, that too lasts you know uh, until today, and uh, you know it's it's just a thrill to have the Olympic Stadium still standing on the yeah. campus of of Washington University and and to you know proudly take our place. Uh, at the table with, you know, all the, yeah. the great and grand cities uh, of the world. You know, the 1904 games w weren't uh, uh, weren't as polished as, as 2024 <laughs> yeah. is going to be in Paris. But but without, you know, the, the early games, there are no yeah. current games. Right. So uh, got to start know, somewhere. Got, got hey, to look start. at this podcast. Yeah, I mean, how exactly. We, how we started. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and, you know, the, the Olympic legacy. Uh, of St. Louis is something that people should know more about and should really yeah. be proud of. Talk about the economic impact of sports in our city. And I don't mean just the St. Louis Cardinals or the Blues or St. Louis City, right, Th those those things. But I think it's important to maybe go kind of layer by layer of how big of a deal it is to have the Division One wrestling championships, to have gymnastics, right, trials, to, sure. to have a March Madness basketball tournament. Like what goes into that? for everybody listening to this while they're driving right now, says, okay, I need to show up to that to support it for our city. Okay, so two questions here. One question is, you know, you, you talk about economic impact. Well, we can, we can trace pretty easily uh, a, a $1 billion plus economic impact for the Sports Commission One over billion. its existence, over a billion dollars in, in new money to the region. Um, but again, going back to my stump speeches, you know, I, I'd walk into a room and didn't matter whether it was young people, old people, men, women, you know, sports fans or not. I'd say, okay, how many people really love college wrestling? I wouldn't have a hand right. go up. Okay. I said, all right. Now, if I told you that St. Louis had hosted uh, 11 NCAA collegiate mm -hmm. wrestling championships and over the course of those 11 championships, people came from outside of St. Louis and spent well over $100 million a year. How many of you would become college wrestling fans? <laughs> okay. is, and, yeah. and so, you know, like, like I didn't know anything about college wrestling. It was the first event that the Sports Commission bid on after I started with the Sports wow. Commission. So it was in uh, October of... 95 a, a month after i started and we were one of three cities bidding for the ncaa wrestling championships for three mm. years okay even i could do that math each city <laughs> right. each of three cities got a year okay we got 2000 now that, that was our championship as an aside the last time that the ncaa wrestling championships were bid for four years, there were 24 cities wow. that, that were bidding. And, and, and so that gives you an idea of how our, our business has changed. Um, but, you know, we were awarded the event. We had a chance to go to a few events after the award and before 
we hosted. So I saw my first uh, NCAA wrestling championship uh, in uh, 1997. I think it was up at the Target Center in Minneapolis. And uh, I fell in love with the event. Hmm. I, I saw a sport that had passion and intensity like I really had never yeah. seen before. And, and so I, I remember we went to uh, uh, the year before we hosted in 2000, back in 99. The event was at the Bryce Jordan Center on the campus of Penn State. And we were sitting up on the uh, concourse. We had our table out there with our ticket brochures and our hotel brochures. And this older gentleman came up to me, and, and I, I say this all the time, I, say, I swear, he nearly poked his finger through my chest. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I've been coming to this event for 65 years. You guys better not screw it up. Ooh. Okay. And, and like that, <laughs> that gave me a sense of the, yeah. of the passion for, for that event. And, and so, you know, here we were, you know, taking a sport that, that was a great fit mm -hmm. for the region, not just a sport, but an event and a sport that was a great fit for the region. Uh, all the powerhouses. In, in college wrestling at the time were from the Midwest. Yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, you know, Mizzou's had a great program and, and uh, uh, on and on. And, and, you know, we brought the event to St. Louis as a great fit and then we were able to bring it back uh, Division One nine times, Division II two, uh, two times. And, uh, um, you know, we, it's one of, the, one of the events we bid for, yeah. for, uh, you know, for, for for 2027 and, and 2028 but it's you know it's doing the research to kind of figure out what sports fit I we'd love to be doing the Super Bowl but but that's not you know that that's not going to work in, in St. Louis right now but Olympic trials NCAA championships college football um, you know as no matter how college sports realign we're, we're sort of always going to be yeah. in the crossroads yep. uh, of of you know big time college sports yeah. um you know mizzou's in the uh sec illinois in the big 10 and and you know those are the two right. leagues two moving forward yeah. and and so <clears throat> you know if, if you ask me what event would the sports commission love to bring to st louis i tell you the mizzou illinois football game we'd love yeah. to bring back they start a series in, in 2026, okay. I think they're four years on, and then they take a couple years off and, and come back on. But but I'd love to see that event uh, come back to St. Louis. Um, you know, the Battle Hawks are, are yeah. back in the dome now. Put some money into the building, fix it up, and 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 start doing you know major college football yeah. every year. So it's 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 doing research. It's understanding the economic value of an event. It, it's understanding the events that that this community can can compete for and yeah. and host well, and and that all goes into a you know a strategic plan yeah. that uh, you know that that just aims for benefit sort of however it's calculated for the region. Yeah. So let's talk again to that leader right now that, that's listening, and, and not just necessarily a leader, just the, the human being listening. I, I think the the brain, the mind doesn't want to have a sense of urgency on certain things. And so, you know, right in here we are now, it's February 13th. And you could say, oh, I got that yearly goal. It's only February. I'll get to that. I'll get to that, right? 
what you all are focusing again, three, four and five years in advance, how do you as a leader or did you as a leader create a sense of urgency for today, right? Because I see your team, I see all the people, the amazing people we, that you get to work with every day. How did you create that sense of urgency in them to make things happen now? Well, you do that because you're sort of operating on like two or three different timetables, okay? Yeah. So, you know, you're always looking for what event is is out there and, and what can we pursue? Um, and and then you're you're winning some, you're losing some, and you're focused on what events are coming to town in the future, and what do we need to be doing for them now? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and then the the third thing you're focused on is like what's happening in the next four weeks <laughs> or the next four months. And and so we are always you know juggling like three sets of balls yeah okay today and, tomorrow in the future yeah. exactly and and so you know there's there, there is a uh, um you know there are events that have to be managed right now okay and and so it's not hard to 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 sort of uh, understand that degree of urgency yeah. but because you have to produce you know the nca college hockey regional in yeah. six weeks we have a gymnastics uh a, a quad meet with you know missouri and illinois yeah. it's going to take place friday night of this week yeah. you know whether we're ready or, or not and and so you know that that's one of the great uh, i wouldn't even call it a challenge it, it it's one of the most wonderful things ab about the job is is your you're operating in different quadrants yeah. you know if if you will at at all times yeah. so so nothing is the same you know from year to year and and it's you're good. you're always working uh today and in the future yeah i like that i like that a lot what 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 moments have you had where uh i assume knowing you well enough that you've had these pinch me moments i mean you've you've traveled the world right you've been to how many countries you've been to what are some of those pinch me moments you're like how am I sitting in this room? You well, know? you know, on the on the grandest scale, I, I guess it, it's things like the NCAA Men's Final Four. It's, yeah, you know, it was a, back in two thousand five. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you care about the University of Illinois or not, <laughs> um, but you know, to, to have Illinois make oh. the make the championship game, you know, it, it was a picture perfect weather weekend. You know, th th there were, we have no idea how many thousands of people came to town without a ticket right. just because they cared. You know, they, around they, the orange and blue. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And, and, and so, you know, to just stand there and, and, and watch the sea of people in, in downtown and, and Laclede's Landing and, and at the event, like, I don't know that St. Louis ever looked, you know, it, it hadn't looked that, ever yeah. looked that good in, in the 40, two years that we've lived here you know maybe for the 1904 yeah. world's fair but you know what a special yeah. moment and and i'll never forget the chair of the men's basketball committee was a guy named bob bowlesby who's been the uh commissioner of the big 12 and uh, for for many years and and at the news conference uh after the day after the uh uh the championship game he said i love a city that under promises and over delivers and and there was you know a, a pride yeah 
um, that, that I felt on behalf of all St. Louisans. Um, on the micro level, we had a board meeting uh, last week, okay? And, and I just sit in that room and look around the room and, and I wanna pinch myself. Because when I started, there were 26 people on the board. The 26 people together contributed a total of zero dollars wow. to the operation of the organization. And they would usually find something to fight about. Like who, who, who was getting the best deal by being a yeah, right. member. I want know, an extra ticket. <laughs> how about an extra <laughs> right. ticket for, for me? And it's just like, okay, like, like we got to figure something else out here, you know, and, and, to, and to look around the room and, and see, you know, there's Ozzy Smith. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I look there. right over there and there's Ozzy Smith. I mean, I'm if like, you got Brett Gilliland and <laughs> Ozzy Smith, right. In, a room, in the same it room, it doesn't even matter no. who else is, who exactly. else is in there, yeah. you know, but, but, but everybody's there yeah. and, and that's, you know, and, and not only is everybody there, but but everybody's been there yeah. for for a long time. To to some degree, I think we understand in, in St. Louis that that we are a disjointed region, mm-hmm. and and that that the public sector is is not going to sort of be the leader in in moving us forward. And so the private sector has always had a yeah. sense of urgency or, or a sense of responsibility. To, to help move the region forward. Yeah. And, and that could be, it, it certainly is in, in sports, but, but it's also, you know, what built Washington University and, and, and you know, what has, has brought, you know, much of the, of the economic success that the region has had in the past hundred years. Yeah. Civic Progress was a model organization um, in, yeah. in, in the country in, in terms of what an impact a business community can have on a region and, and so I just look around the board table and I say wow you know yeah. like like look at all these people who care to, to move St. Louis forward through yeah. sports. How, what advice would you have for that St. Louis resident listening right now St. Louis Metro East what what can we do right because you, you you see all the stuff on the news everybody knows what I'm talking about and, and the, you know the downtown whatever it may be the the county versus the city what, what do we need to do as individuals to impact that and get that ball moving forward? Because this city is amazing, it, right? It, it, it absolutely is. You know, like at the most basic, in, in the most basic place, okay, it's, it's be positive and, and understand <laughs> what you can do to, to, to bring us together and, and make a difference. We all have a responsibility. To, to make a difference, um, I, I think the most important thing that that we can do is find a way to be more regional. Okay, and and that can mean St. Louis city and county. That that can mean the the, the twelve counties, um, you know, that make up the St. Louis region. That could be Missouri and Illinois. That could be St. Louis and St. Charles. It it, it mm-hmm. we have to find. A way to, to to you know to to do things like uh, you know ha- have you know make make downtown a greater focus uh, of the region. When we go to other cities, you know we, we kind of go downtown. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 so we have to do a better job 
with that you know and and can everybody move their business to downtown no um you know but but we can all be thinking about you know what is our role in the regionalization of of st louis you know and 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 we have opportunities like the Rams settlement money to to you know to 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 do the things that can help bring us together okay mm-hmm. we have to create a safer uh community we have you know we know what we have to yeah. do and and everybody has a you know a, a role to play in that e- even if it's just you know i, I don't want to hear another person say oh i don't go downtown anymore right like if, if nobody goes downtown anymore that's going to hurt everybody yeah so, so so let's go downtown you know let's think about yeah. going downtown for dinner or, or you know whatever it, it may be is is we just have to think more regionally every yeah. chance we get yeah and i think too and we're doing this consciously i mean maybe it's because you know we have the illinois and the missouri side for work but like we we have events like a holiday party we've got a night of champions coming up um in march and but we're choosing to do that downtown right so mm-hmm. i think that's one of the things i think as leaders of organizations take your event downtown maybe sure. just not move your business down there but Right. Go to Ballpark Village and rent out the Hall of Fame Museum and, and have it there and pay for parking and right. go to Lowe's Hotel next door and have a drink before or after, right? Exactly. Those are the things that we got to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just being positive and, and you know, just doing something, yeah. not just talking about yeah. it, but actually doing it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So you mentioned the Rams as one of the notes I had here. Do we do we want to talk about the Rams and the money and the NFL and all that stuff? No. no? <laughs> all right. We'll say next question. No, I yeah. mean, of, of, of course we can. I think the people want to know, right? You sure. hear this big number that, that we get. Sure. And, and you know, give give credit to the three entities. Not everybody's been giving credit to yeah. the three entities. It's the city, you know, the county, and the regional uh, sports authority. You know, they're trying to do the right thing with with the money. They're, yeah. they're trying to, you know, to, to, not, to not waste it, to, to, to make it last. To, to make it impactful and you know it's it, it's a it's a big amount is is you know all you have to do is is look at what's happening across the state and how you know wonderfully exciting yeah. that is to see the impact of, of sports we know it really well yeah. with the cardinals and the and the blues and 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 city now you know but but you you got to make the right moves yeah. You know, maybe they should invest the money with uh, visionary wealth advisors. That would be a you know, great idea. Th- that would be the first step. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it, it's it, it, again, it, it's 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 being regional and 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 being smart yeah. about how that you know about how that money is spent. My own personal feeling is is that you know some of it at least some of it a significant portion of it should should come back in, yeah. into the sports area to, yep. to you know because that's where it came from and and to you know make an impact on kids lives to you know to to, to create facilities maybe that we don't have yep. in the region I, i'd you know love for the public sector to become a little bit more involved financially in in bringing events to the region bidding for the events you know that 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 come to the region I, I say all the time that you know our our facilities our our, our venues our airport our hotels 
um, are downtown adequate, okay? Yeah. But but adequate and competitive aren't the same yeah. thing, okay? And and so I, I love our airport, but 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 we don't have as many flights as Atlanta, Dallas, yeah. and Minneapolis. We just don't, okay? And and so we have to have a focus on not just adequate and better, but but also competitive. Yeah. Who, who are we competing against that you didn't see 28 years ago? I mean, I'm assuming it's the Nashvilles, the Indianapolis. Yeah, it, it's, you know, there's a lot of cities that, that have just, you know, come up and, and, and have become real formidable competitors. Indianapolis is one. Nashville yeah. is one. Kansas City is one. San Antonio is one. You know, a, Atlanta and, and Dallas and, and Houston have, have always been yeah. ones. Um, you know, but now um, the the biggest and most formidable competitor in in for all sporting events, w- which wasn't doing any sporting events oh, yeah. ten years ago, is Las Vegas. Yeah. And you know, last I believe it was last year they did six conference championship basketball tournaments in wow. one season. They they hadn't done one in. I don't yeah. know how many years now they're doing now they're the six. Super Bowl. <laughs> now they're doing the Super Bowl, yeah. and I'm I've heard people say the the Super Bowl should be there every year. Wow. Okay. They're also doing curling. You know they're <laughs> they they you know they brought the the Raiders there. Yeah. The the Vegas Golden Knights have, yeah. have been one of the you know success stories of of the past decade in potentially the, NHL. the A's. You know they're they're going back and forth now with with the A's. I, you know, it, it's a global uh, center yeah. of sports now, yeah. and and we haven't, we really haven't kept up in in terms of investment to to bring events and, and to you know build facilities. We've we've done as well as we could. You know, we we did build the dome. We have improved um, Enterprise Center, and we 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 have built City Park, and yeah. and and it's all good. But you know, when you look at what's happening in Minneapolis and Indianapolis, and and the you know the facilities that we're competing against, you know, we we are not at the top of the list. Yeah, we've got some work cut out for ourselves. Yeah, the uh, sports betting. I, I know mm-hmm. if you heard the Bill Dewitt uh, interview a few weeks ago, he you know he's pro sports betting. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, I I think that you know. It's already kind of a done yeah. deal, you know, in, in, in terms of the way, you know, that was the reason that Las Vegas wasn't doing events is, is that, mm, yeah. you know, the NCAA w- wouldn't hold a championship in a community that, that uh, allowed sports betting. Mm. Now sports betting is basically everywhere. Yeah, You know, I can get the ESPN bet app yeah. on my phone and, you know, maybe I can't use it in Missouri. I have to come over to Illinois right. to use it, but but it's only a matter of time. Yeah, you know, b- before it uh, um, is everywhere, and you know, look at the impact that it has on on sports. Yeah. I, I don't even remember the number of of dollars that were bet on on this year's Super Bowl, and you know, then it went into overtime, and you know, the over under yeah. was right they helped me. there, <laughs> helped you. Okay, but you know, I mean, it's just like like it's just it's yeah. a thing now, and, and it's big, big money, big money, and and that's you know that's the thing about 
about sports. That, that's you know why I've always been a sports evangelist. Is, is it has a big impact on our lives. Yeah. I, I know you're taking your sons all, all over the Midwest yeah. to, to participate in sports. So so it it functions you know at at that level, but it also functions on a mega economic yeah. level, um, tourism, uh, you know, just civic urban development is, is so related to sports. Yeah. It has an enormous impact on our lives and it's just going to keep getting bigger and, yeah. and sports betting will add an, an enormous financial yeah. component to, to how we, you know, sort of see, experience, and enjoy yeah. sports. Well, that's what De- DeWitt talked about. That's the difference in, you know, 20 to $25 million a year for them. That's your ace pitcher right there. You know, that's a big deal. It's a real big deal. Exactly. And, and you know, the, n- not just betting, but, you know, the, the media transformations are and transitions are, are enormous. The Cardinals are, are, are going through that. Yeah. Now, you know, ESPN is, is different from what it was yeah. 10 years ago. You know, people are cutting the cord. People are, are you know, buying sports in a, in a different way, experiencing sports in a different way. And, and sports is always, you know, sort of ahead of the curve, yeah. whether it was, you know, 9-11 and the impact that sports had to, to bring our, our country back or, or the impact that, that, that sports has on your family. Mm-hmm. I assume you're going to ask me about the Musial Awards Absolutely. At, at some point in time, you know, to, to say what impact the sports have on society. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. So while we're on that, talk about the Musial Awards. They're amazing. The best award show in, in the history of award shows. I, I agree with you completely. Al Roker believes that. Al Roker believes that. And and we, we don't just believe that. Is is like we know that. Yeah. Okay. We call them the most important award in sports. Yep. And and they're given for extraordinary sportsmanship. And we just feel that sportsmanship is the most important part of sports. Yep. Okay. If if you don't start no matter your if you're five years old or, or you're you know, 22 years old yeah. or, or 60 years old, um, you, you have to have a respect for the sport, respect for the game, respect for your opponent. That's where we start. Yeah. Otherwise, we have we have nothing. Okay, and and so the music awards were created uh, about 20 years ago uh, under a different name to uh, to to elevate and celebrate good sportsmanship and and to you know to 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 highlight the the examples the stories the people is i think is the most important contribution that the sports commission is making you know to to now have a platform we've been on cbs for five years national television you know there's not national television other than live sports coming out of our region or most regions um you know it it, it's it's just so important for all of us to lead our lives in a sportsman-like way you know it's the most basic thing if somebody falls pick them up that's all we're talking about and and you know we've been blessed with these incredible moments and incredible people that that we can showcase and we can bring to st louis uh, Al Roker yeah. uh, among them, and you know to to uh, um, you know to to 
to create that national or global focus on sportsmanship. Nobody out there is doing it. I I think, you know, we have a a league-leading national and and global focus on on sportsmanship that that goes hand-in-hand with who we are, okay, as people. Why are are we doing this? Well, because we're not – in Philadelphia, where we throw batteries at Santa Claus, <laughs> we're here in St. Louis, where people like Stan Musial and and Jack Buck have taught us to be good sports yeah. forever. Yeah. Okay, and 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 so we don't have to teach anybody to to stand and and cheer for our you know returning players. You know, j- just wait to see who, oh. what happens when Matt Carpenter yeah. comes back to bat. Lance Lynn throws his it, first pitch. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it, it's just like like this matters to us, and yeah. and that's kind of a key thing that I think a- anybody would do in business is is sort of understand what you're good at. Okay, you know, if you're Seattle and it's raining all the time, yeah. you ought to invent a coffee company and and tell everybody (laughs) to you know like get cozy and and Uh, have a nice sip of hot coffee and then before you know it you'll have two hundred thousand starbucks all all over the world you know like understand who you are and and what you're good at and and that's who we are we are good sports and and that's why we do the music awards and that's why I'm, i'm so grateful that people care and support it because it's a wonderful night and, and it's a wonderful idea. Yeah. And just such a feel-good story. I mean, you, you walk out of that uh, theater, you, you you feel better than you felt when you got there. It, you, you do. And and the cool thing about about the musical awards and, and also about sports is you can relate to it at any level. Yeah. Okay? You can be nine years old and walk out of there feeling at just as good as a, as yeah. a 90-year-old person is going to be. And, and I say that about sports all the time if, if you go to a hockey game and all you know is every time the puck goes in the net you get a point right. and the team with the most points wins yeah. you can still enjoy a hockey game yep. you don't need to know how to call icing okay yeah, right and and so you know like that's that that's so wonderful now art is you know the same ways you can appreciate art at, at a lot of different yeah. levels but you know we're talking about sports and, and yep. sportsmanship and and uh, it's just you know universal the impact it has and the way that you can appreciate yeah. it last question for you frank you could go back and tell that 28 year years ago frank we'll go 30 years ago easier math what advice would you give young young frank Verito? Uh, you know i i, I guess to to stick with it you know it, it's it, it's easy uh, along the way to to kind of lose your passion and and to, to to get caught up in in the difficulties yeah. you know but but to have stuck with it you know for those 30 years you know I, I retired um, a year ago and and uh, the biggest cliche in retirement I think is you know what are you going to do is oh, I'm going to uh, travel and spend more time with my family well w- we really put that out there we yeah. took 18 trips last wow. year to, to some really really wonderful places and we just had our first grandchild oh and, that's and, awesome and so like like that's what i want to do now is, yeah. is travel and 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 family 
and and to to be able to look back on a career and to say you know what there were a lot of times when when you know we didn't know where the next event was going to come from or you know we didn't know where where anything you know where this organization was was going to lead but you know we had that vision of the benefit that it could create and we stuck with it yeah you know like that's you know, if you gave me 20 minutes to think about the answer <laughs> that question, I'm, I might come up with, yeah. it with something else. But, you know, it, it's like don't give up. Yeah. And, you know, I think about Jim Valvano, a, a yeah. Rutgers guy like me. He said, you know, don't give up, don't yeah. ever give up. And, and I, I think that, that, you know, just showing up and not giving up yeah. is, you know, is, is really big. Somebody asked me that uh, a couple weeks ago, and I said, it's going to be okay. They said you had five words. I said, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, when you're building your career, it's like, you know, you can start to put your mind on these things that aren't going to happen or are going to happen. And you put these fears out there and they never blow up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be. Have you ever been to Christchurch, New Zealand? No. Well, you ought to go. Go there. Because, because Christchurch, New Zealand, we just got back from there a couple okay. of weeks ago, was flattened by an earthquake oh. in 2011. Okay. They're still rebuilding. And that's exactly what it says really? in neon lights. Uh, on the the art museum i think it's the art museum wow. in, in downtown Christchurch. it says it's gonna be okay yeah it's true right frank it's been good to be with you today my friend it's uh, a lot of day. years together you're an amazing man i respect you and uh it's uh, you know hats off and a golf clap to you for what you've done for the city of st louis i know you're too humble to say that uh but you've done an amazing amazing job I know Mark and everybody else at the Sports Commission thinks the world of you. We all think the world wow. of you, so thank you. It's, it's a team effort. It's a labor of love, and, and thank you. Absolutely.